0: Everybody's talking about the minutes these guys are playing. Jason Tatum says he's agreed to take games off and then backed out of it. So how much of a concern is this really? Plus, how this all impacts the balance of the Celtics offense, plus some notes about Robert Williams. And Deuce, it's all right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number eighteen, Tatum and Brown, J team step back. We gon' wet that and slate teams. Of course, the Celtics. Who else could it be? Screaming like KG hey, with the Larry B. O'B. Corral above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ. Keep John on replay. Prime time, up the truth on the sideline. Rainy J's, how we started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics pod. Podcast Right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. And I'm here for you every day with a free, fresh podcast that drops directly to your device if you are subscribed. So make sure you are subscribed. Even subscribe on YouTube. You can watch the show. Would love to have you there as well. I do appreciate those of you making this your first listen every day. That should be all of you making this your first listen every day. I'm John Corrales, former professional basketball player. Now I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I've written a book called Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. Celtics uh, taking a break, getting back home, getting ready to play the Dallas Mavericks. There are a couple of topics that are permeating the atmosphere, permeating the Celtics' fear when it comes to the loss and, and what we're seeing. I'll bring Tom home, Tom underscore NBA on to uh, – Discuss some of those, Tom. First of all, how you feeling? How you doing, man? I'm I'm tired. I've just been I've been putting in too many
1: minutes recently. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. too I've been my my playing time's been too much, and I got to scale it back.
0: I can tell because every time we talk, there are more speakers behind you, and I, I know <laughs> that you're putting in more more minutes.
1: <laughs> That's that was already that speaker was already in the room. To be clear, and the room has been rearranged. But yes, uh-huh. that is a that is a bass cab from my. Uh, from my touring days as a hardcore musician, and uh, it it'll, it is loud.
0: And one, uh, of, one yeah. of these days, we're gonna get you to shred on the podcast. In All the right. meantime, we'd like Joe Mazula to shred a few minutes off of these guys' uh, playing time. Which you were you were going for the playing time thing, and I was I I trying to lob it me. up
1: for you. I lobbed it up for you. You caught it, landed, and then laid it in.
0: Yes, it, it was supposed it to be an alley oop. I yeah. caught it. I dribbled. I did just enough to take the assist away from you and make this an ISO bucket.
1: Yeah, right. 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 You 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 missed the layup. You grabbed the rebound to give yourself the rebound that's and then right. laid it in. And yeah.
0: Yeah, now that now that is how you pad your stats. That's friend. how that's how a big man gets back at guards for stealing uh, <laughs> shots with <laughs> them. That's right. That's right. That's exactly how it is. Uh, all right. Everybody, everybody who's talking about the Celtics is talking about the minutes. And that comes after, you know, the loss where Jalen Brown played 38 minutes. Jason Tatum played just on about 36. But Al Horford played just about 35. That's the big one. But you've had multiple 40-minute games. You had Tatum playing in a 40-minute game uh, in a back-to-back. You've, had, you've already had an Al Horford 40-minute game. The, the minutes distribution, the, the, the workload on these guys is significant. And the reason why it's a topic is, I think, in part, two reasons, Tom, right? One, the finals happened and we saw them run out of gas. Two, it was a stated goal from management that we need to kind of ease these guys back and we need to take some of the workload off. They brought in depth for this team, so... It's not that we're just kind of making things up and saying, "Oh, this is a lot of minutes, that's a high number, let's talk about the high number." I wouldn't I wouldn't think about it quite as much if it wasn't something that we've we've seen is a priority for this team, but all of a sudden after the Eme Udoka stuff and Joe Mazzulla's in, that feels like it became less of a priority under Missoula, at least for now. So, the question for you Tom is do you think that this is part of the Joe throwing caution to the wind. We're just trying to win games. Or do you think he's got a plan and he's saying, don't worry about the early season minutes because I know we've got Rob coming back and that's going to, that's going to you know reshape things. And, and maybe there's a longer term plan where we're reacting now. And then in a month, we're going to say, oh, I can't believe we had to do that podcast. Look, I mean, I think
1: it, it's impossible to say at this stage. I, I think if you're looking for reasons to be concerned from that standpoint, like certainly Rob Williams coming back is going to affect a lot of things, right? It's not going to just affect Al Horford. It's also going to affect, you know, that the ways the Celtics are structured, they're going to be able to do more double big lineups, which will push more guard time to the bench, maybe more wing time to the bench. Like it will buy other people minutes besides just, um, you know, the bigs because the Celtics are so fluid and because they can throw so many different kinds of looks out there. So um, it will make a big difference. I do wonder though, I mean, you kind of look at the Celtics, like the way they were structured yesterday from a minutes perspective. I mean, Derek White played 17 minutes like Derek White probably could have played a little bit more. He's been playing fantastic. Like why? Why are you not bumping his minutes up and bringing somebody else's down? You know, Malcolm Brogdon, I, I know he's you know recovering and all that stuff. He was playing great. He played 25. It just feels like there could have been a little bit more you know, like, like you think about like 2k, right. Where it's just like all about the sliders. It's like, you could have bumped those sliders up a little bit and bumped some of the other sliders down just a minute or two. And I don't know, maybe that um, would have made people feel a little bit more comfortable with it. But, um, and I also, but then I think the other thing too is like, we can talk about minutes and we can talk about the way these things are structured, but I do think that sometimes players and coaches alike, like I, I think, often players and coaches are, are much more aligned on this than the media and maybe fans are um, like in the middle of a game, those guys are just trying to win really bad. Like yeah. they want to, they're so competitive. Every coach is so competitive. Every player is so competitive. And when there's a chance to win a game, they want to try to win a game. Even if, yeah, you're down by 12 with like seven minutes left. Maybe it would make sense to put some bench guys in there and just be like, hey, maybe the bench guys get us back into it. Maybe they don't. And we just kind yeah. of ride out the game, you know, and um I think that's harder for players and coaches to do than maybe somebody who, who's like one degree removed from the game from actually competing in the game.
0: And I think, you know, you, you have Joe Missoula, who's trying to trying to obviously win the game. He's He's also. He still has the interim tag, which I think... Yeah, yeah. I I think that there's some level of that that's maybe... Some people have said, you know, that's a concern. I, I think some level of that is, you know, legal issues because if you remove the interim tag, that means that you can't have two head coaches. And technically right now, Ime Udoka is still the head coach of the Celtics. Legally, I think they can't do that. But as long as... They deal with their legal issues, so they can keep Ime on a suspension rather than have to pay him all that money. There, as long as you're still the interim, it, it's still you're still like you can't get 100 comfortable. They can say, "Yeah, I know it's your job. It's your job. It's fine," but it's not your job until it's your job, right? And and so it's you got to win these games. You got to go out there and win these games. At the same time. There are, I'm not concerned necessarily, except when I read that, that Jason Tatum interview with Adam Himmelsbach in the globe, the one thing that stood out and I was like, okay, now I kind of have a tiny problem with this. He has said, the team has told him, we want you to take a day off. And I don't have the quote directly in front of me, but basically what he said is, we have conversations. They tell me, we want you to take this day off. And I say, okay. And then the day comes and I say, nah, I'm playing. And they go, okay, well, you got to take some time off at some point. I'm like, all right. Well, Jason Tatum is right now second in the league in total minutes played behind Kyle Lowry, which why is Kyle Lowry up there? But that's, (laughs) that's an aside. That's dumb. But anyway, Jason is at 633 minutes. And after that deep run, I know he's young. I know his legs can take it. But the cumulative effect, if the team is saying you need to sit and he's saying, yeah, 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 cool, I'll sit. And then all of a sudden you come around and he's like, no, you know what? I'm not going to sit. At what point does the team say, okay, Jason, we're not giving you the option. We're not going to give you the option. We need you to sit. This is the game you are going to sit. And you can show up and put your uniform on, but you're going to be inactive. We're listing you as inactive. So you got no choice. Put your uniform on, but go sit in the luxury box because you can't be on the bench. I'll let you respond to that in just a second. First, today's show is brought to you by Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, which is T-U-R-O, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles, for just about any occasion or budget across the U.S., U.K., Canada, and soon coming to Australia. Book a spacious SUV or minivan if you'd like for a family road trip. Get a classic or luxury car for a special event. That seems nice for a birthday or a holiday. Find affordable economy cars if you wanna just get from point A to point B and you're on a budget. Test drive the new electric vehicle that you've had your eye on to see how it fits in your everyday life. Many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms and conditions apply and exclusions. Forget boring rental cars. Find your drive on Turo, that's T-U-R-O, dot com. Thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Let's make Locked On Sports your second listen every day. All the big games from across the sports world all the big storylines, you want to walk into the water cooler and sound smart, listen to this podcast. You listen to this one first, then you listen to Locked On Sports Today. You get everything you need in a very short amount of time, and you'll know everything. So Locked On Sports Today, wherever you found this podcast, also on YouTube. Tom, I blathered on about Jason Tatum and taking the reins and saying, Jason, sit down for a game. It's not your choice anymore. What do you think? Yeah, I
1: think uh, I had a couple thoughts on that. Um, the first one, I uh, like, you're right. Like that, they need to do that, and they need to feel comfortable doing that because I think one thing that that seems to have happened appropriately, right, is that the Celtics have kind of um, taken the turn to where Jason Tatum is the franchise superstar, right? Like Jason Tatum gets what he wants. Jason Tatum gets the media appearances that he wants. Jason Tatum gets, um, you know, every, like everything is now built around Jason Tatum. And that is the correct move, like to be abundantly clear. This is Jason Tatum's team. Now, the thing about sitting him is this is a little different. This is something where you have to kind of look out for him and his future. And it's something that down the line, like as much, you know, you're keeping Tatum happy, all this stuff, a hundred percent. But you know what? Like if if part of keeping him happy is sitting him down sometimes and making him a little bit mad, I think I think in the long term that will 100% pay off because he will see yeah. that like you you had your his best interests at heart you know you were you were looking after him his career his longevity his body you were trying to help like I think that's only that can only be a good thing. So I, I agree with you entirely on that. Um, other thing from that, uh, Himmelsbach uh, globe article that, that, that stood out to me was like, um, one of the reasons T- Tatum doesn't really want deuce, um, playing basketball at this stage is because of all the cameras oh. and the people who would be recording him. And yeah. I was like, yeah, Tatum, I agree That's completely. Fun. And I think people have to chill out a little bit with the deuce thing. Like let deuce be man. He's like, it's, he is a cute kid. He's Tatum's kid. But like, as, uh, can we calm down? Just like, let's be, let's, let's be a little <laughs> bit
0: reasonable to this poor
1: kid. Oh my gosh.
0: Anyway. I know. I know. It, and this is really, it's a, a wild kind of line when it comes yeah. to Deuce, because he's there at the games of course. and Tatum yeah. and, and it's Tatum is bringing him onto the floor. Of course. Tatum right. is yeah. holding him during interviews and, and he's, it, it's, I can see both sides of this. Because on one hand, he's like, yeah, well, I'm playing a game and my kid is with me. So, yeah, I want my kid to play with Marcus Smart and mess around with Marcus Smart. And I'm on the floor and the Wizards are coming to town. Well, Uncle Brad is coming in. And, you you know, what are we going to do? Everybody's not going to walk over to him on the sidelines. I'm going to bring Deuce to Uncle Brad and all these other guys. So, yeah, I get all that. But also, the cameras are around and it's cute. And people say, like, you know, like... It's you. You are willingly bringing him into a public setting, and and hey, Tatum has also brought Deuce to the the podium willingly, right? A right. few times, so that that's part. That is part of it. But I agree with what you're saying. I agree with with what Tatum is saying. But the balance, like it's it's yes, let the kid be, but at the same time, he's growing up around a superstar, and. There's a possibility that this kid could be a superstar himself someday. There is. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. He's although got, he's, he's the got children the
1: genes for it.
0: <laughs> sure. The <laughs> yeah, children of superstars tall. struggle to actually live up to that hype. They've always have. I hope it's different for deuce, but anyway, Yeah, I get your point. I get your point.
1: Yeah. I guess my point is more just like, like, like the camera stuff. Absolutely. Like, I mean, if he's around, he's on the court, all that stuff, that makes sense. But, uh, maybe, maybe let the, like, if if Deux, I guess this is this is a this is a preemptive thing if if do ends up playing youth basketball with your kid somewhere yeah, 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 in yeah. just just let let him let him be a little kid that's my, that's my plea Absolute. for the other people out there all right uh but yeah no in general um to, before I derail things too badly um <laughs> I I do think that like Tatum Tatum is a tough guy right like about minutes he he really is I mean he sprained his ankle the other day. We all saw it. Like, you yeah. know, we all saw his ankle twist underneath him and he gets up and he walks it off and he keeps playing because like the dude loves to hoop and he loves to be out there. He wants to be out there. And that, I mean, look any, any basketball player, any basketball fan, any basketball coach respects that a lot because I mean, we all love the game, right? We all, we all would love to, to be out there like, like, and, and Tatum takes full advantage of it. But at some point it does have to become um, a preservation thing. Like you can't, you like, you know, Kemba Walker prided himself on playing eighty-two games a season. And like Kemba's different, right? Kemba's Kemba's a tiny guy who, you know, relied on on his athleticism and his side to side and that stuff that goes away at a certain age. But like you pride yourself on eighty-two games, like you're just not gonna have as long a career down the line. So I think I, I do think it's very important that the Celtics um kind of help Tatum take care of his his career and, and make it as long as possible.
0: the The other concern, and we, we we're focusing on Tatum because Tatum had the the quote and all of that, and, and he's leading or he's second in the NBA in minutes. Al Horford, I think there there ha, there has to be something with with Horford. Now that's where that's where the other question comes in. Of do the Celtics have a plan? They say, okay, look, we know. If Al Horford's going to be fresh at any point, it's going to be now. So he's not playing back-to-backs. We can push him a little bit more in minutes now, knowing that he's going to get his days off. We're not pushing him into practice. He gets a day of rest. He gets a day of recovery. He takes care of his body really well. Rob will come back and we'll be able to limit Al a little bit more. And that I can accept. I can accept it if – that's the plan. But again, a little bit of a concern because Al is a major contributor to this team. You saw when he w- when he didn't hit a damn shot against Chicago, how everything fell apart. But yep. the way he's been shooting, where he was up close to fifty percent, that's a huge reason why they had nine wins in a row. Yep. How many of those wins were like he had what four four for four against the Pelicans, right? Yep. Or he, he's he's out there. He's hitting huge huge shots that have stopped runs that have extended Celtics runs that have given the Celtics momentum. So they need him to to be that guy, um, knowing that he's not going to shoot forty eight percent the whole the whole season, but. Th- that's where I think I might have a bigger concern, even though Tatum is a, a huge concern because he's your your star, your 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 true superstar player. Um, and Jalen, we you know like people people really get in on me about the disrespect for Jalen Brown. I, I I said that I don't think Jalen Brown is an MVP candidate, but I think he's an All NBA player, and that was deemed as disrespectful. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think, I think that Jalen Brown is one of the 15 best players in the league and not one of the five best players in the league. So I'm disrespecting him. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it's just, if there's going to be an MVP candidate
1: from the Celtics, I feel like we all know who it is. So I don't understand what do we, do we, Tom, do we, apparently we don't, apparently do, we don't. We? do
0: not do not sick the masses on me here. <laughs> um, but like, but Jalen is in that mix as well. Jalen is, uh, he hasn't played quite as many minutes um, as as Jason, and, but but the Al Horford minutes are the, like the the major the major concern I think for me just because his age and the situation. Um, got – well I- I think I think his age, his situation.
1: And I mean, we've touched on this before, but again, there was no gap year before this year. So we like I really think that's one of the reasons he was so fresh for so long last year. Like, I mean, I think if if, if I'm the Celtics, I'm looking for like as many days off for him as possible at the expense of my record, because Al Horford in the playoffs is so valuable, fresh Al Horford. And it's not the, the threes. Absolutely. The threes are great. The threes are important, all this stuff. But like last season, I mean, huge part of the reason that the Celtics moved as far as they did was because they had Al Horford and Grant Williams to throw at Kevin Durant. And then they had Al Horford and Grant Williams to throw at Giannis and Ted Acumpo. because without those two guys, I mean, eh, they, they probably would have beat the, the Nets either way. The Nets were uh, sure. Not, uh, but but the Bucks. There's no, there's no way they beat the bucks without both of those guys being as good as they were. And like, and and, you know, this year the bucks are probably going to have Middleton, you know, like it's the bucks are going to be a tougher team this year than they were last year. I just think if, if I'm the Celtics, I'm, I am like Luke Cornette starting playing 38 minutes. Let's do it. If it means we give Al Horford a night off, like, like even if you lose, even if, you know, you, you lose two in a row. Oh, no, like you built up this huge, you know, you, you have this nine-game winning streak early in the season. Yeah. That builds you a lot of cachet to where when Rob comes back, you could make a run and be right up there in contention for the one, the two seed, even if you slip a little bit now, even if you slip a little bit in the middle of the season. I think, you know, with, with Tatum, I'm talking about like, hey, like give the guy a night off here or there, make the guy take a night off here or there. With Al, I mean, if I'm the Celtics, I, I'm <laughs> like – is there any reason not to like really limit him like to, to, to like make no. back-to-backs a rarity for him? Like, like every back-to-back just, is there any yeah. reason for him to play both of them? Is there, you know, if, if you've got, you know, three of four, you could give him two nights off and have him play one of four and then come back on the, whatever the next game is. And, um and, and be super fresh. Like they're, 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 you know that they've set themselves up from a record perspective and roster perspective, where Grant Williams can fill in, Luke Cornett can fill in, when Rob Williams comes back he can fill in. Keep Al Horford fresh because that dude is, I think, like I mean, we know how critical he is to this team's success, and uh, I think it's especially going to be apparent and, um, and stark when in the postseason.
0: Fatigue also impacts shot selection, yeah. and it's very easy for fatigued players or or players who say you know what i'm not going to give it a hundred percent very easy for them to settle for three pointers and the celtics took 50 of them against chicago and i think that's part of why the celtics and malcolm brogdon said we need to get a little bit more variety uh, in our shots a a little bit more balance in our shots i will talk about that in just a second first Today's show is brought to you by BetOnline, your number one source for all of your sports betting information, stats, news, analysis, latest odds, trends for all your professional sports. Amateur leagues are out there too. Football, basketball, soccer. Soccer is kind of a big deal at the moment. It's all right there. Esports, uh, it's all at BetOnline.net. And if you like podcasts, I assume that you like a podcast. You can find those at Bet Online as well. It's the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head on over to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online is where the game starts. Today's show is also brought to you by Crack Sauce C R A I C. Look at it on YouTube. Nice variety here. This Mill City Red is your typical kind of more hot sauce. You like to put a, get something hot on top of your uh, food but they got the Brian Burroughs curry, 40 shades of green chili, this golden pumpkin, different flavors, different heat levels, and they're great, not just for on top of food, but as ingredients in your cooking. The crack sauce story is a great one. It's made in Lowell, Massachusetts. It's a Celtics season ticket holder. It's all local ingredients. It's all local employees. So you're helping a small business, a Celtics fan, and he does it right. They use 20 to 10 to 20 local ingredients to bring great flavor to every one of your meals. You can get 10% off at the crack sauce website, craic sauce.com using the promo code locked on. Locked on for 10% off at crack sauce. If you don't want to buy it, you want to try it first, go to the Black Rose before a game. If you're out there at, in in uh Faneuil Hall area, go to the Black Rose for dinner. They carry it. You can buy it, you can you can try it there. This is a great gift. This little pack here is a great gift for anybody who loves the sauce. For anybody who loves cracks, uh, loves hot sauce, crack sauce is great for a gift, a stocking stuffer. Uh, Get a gift for yourself. It's right there. Ten percent off at CrackSauce.com with the promo code LockedOn. So Malcolm Brogdon talked about the need for balance uh, on the uh, after the loss to the uh, Chicago Bulls, and I think part of that. I don't think it was fatigue. They had a couple of days off. I think they were just being lazy. But the fatigue, the minutes, if they add up, I'm afraid that these types of games are something that can start to pile up if a team starts to get tired legs. And so while I, again, I don't think, Tom, that they came in and said they were tired, whatever. They came in, I think, and they just played slow and lazy. But – I I, I'm afraid of the potential for down the road. If these guys aren't careful that they're going to say, okay, we're, we're a little gassed. We're, we're just going to rely on the, the shooting and they're not afraid to put up 53 pointers because that's what they did against Chicago. That's a ton of three pointers. And I don't know. I, I, I don't want to make a, a huge deal of it. I don't want to make a huge deal of it, but I, I, I'd rather make a bigger deal of it now and hope that it gets addressed than wait and say, okay, I'd rather have us look back at this podcast in two weeks and go, okay, they, they fixed everything. So that, that, then that was, rather than not talk about it and say, oh, geez, the minutes are still an issue. Maybe we, we really need to talk about it now and, and get into that part. But the variety that's the hard part because you need to actually work to get to those spots and work to get to those cuts and work to, to get to the, the things that the, the Celtics need to do. I've been calling this like a, a paint-by-numbers game where the Celtics, you can see, especially like Marcus Smart, made a few passes that got de- deflected. I'm like, where, where are you throwing it? And guys weren't like shifting over to give him a, 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 a passing lane and like, well, if if he's got a defender on on him, why not do something else with the ball? No one was reading the game consistently. They were just passing to where the next pass was supposed to go in the play, and that is a level of just not being focused and all of that. All of this piles up, Tom. It, it I, I just, if they're going to run their offense the right way, they got to be focused and present and reading the defense. And if they're not going to do that, be either by fatigue or laziness they this is this is what you're gonna get
1: a hundred percent now and again this is exactly what you were saying at the start so like um, same disclaimer right they did all of that stuff during the nine game winning streak right like that and that when their offense was was clicking it looks brilliant and and like the, you know that the threes look look great the looks are great the you know that the driving to the paint looks great all that stuff um but you're right I mean look it's it, it's pretty well documented that that when you get tired the easiest shot that you can throw up is a three-pointer um it's why so many people as they get older turn into shooters because it's just it's so much easier to just get that uh to to just just get that shot up so yeah i just think uh uh i i I think it's a valid concern i think what we have seen and and uh and i think is worth again just pointing out is that this Celtics team does seem to generally be able to avoid that, right? They they generally <laughs> seem to to move the ball and to, and to to find the open guy and to to drive the closeout and then kick out to the three rather than trying to walk into the three like they did so much of the time last year. Like most of these threes that they generate are really good shots, but I mean it's they have to keep being good shots. Like the the shot selection has to has to stay really good if you're going to continue to have this breakdown of only threes, only layups. Only Jason Tatum shooting eighteen free throws a game. Like it's it's that's you know if that's going to be your offense, that's going to be a really good offense if you do it right, and it just comes down to doing it
0: right. Right, and that's like again, don't want to don't want to oversell, like you said, they 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 have the best record in the league. So they, when they come off a loss, the their number two to like-
1: offense now though the number two offense to <laughs> your Sacramento freaking Kings.
0: <laughs> that game we oh, might see gosh. a team score 170 points
1: in regulation. That game,
0: if if those two teams are on, the Nets might literally catch fire. They, the friction <laughs> of the ball going through might actually set one of the Nets ablaze. Yeah, uh, That should be a fun one. Uh, but it's not that I think this game is a turning point or anything like that. It's this is what they're capable of. Yep. This is this is an example of what this team is capable of doing. We've seen the positive side of what they're capable of doing. Now we're seeing the negative side of what they're capable of doing. In the negative side of this, what they're what this capability is, it's not just oh they had an off night. They ended up you know scoring 107 points, but they gave up 120. Like we didn't really talk about the defense and all of this that. The hope there is that that's going to change yeah. with Rob, and I do think that when Rob comes back, that the the level of deterrent that he is at the rim—never mind just the shot blocker, just the the presence of him—I'm I'm willing to kind of wait and see how his defense, how he affects the defense.
1: Yeah. And I'm also interested to see, I mean, I think these guys have kind of like from all these quotes that we're getting from them too, I think they have kind of drawn the, the Rob Williams return line in the sand of like, okay, like, and again, I think there's a dangerous game to play, but I do think that they're kind of saying that's when we expect the defense to turn around. So maybe it'll be kind of a self-selecting thing where they, they expect Rob to be back. They expect to be a great defense when he comes back. So then, you know, Maybe the defensive intent, whatever it is, defensive intensity, defensive sure, attention to sure. detail. Yeah, we not got Rob picked... back
0: there. We're gonna step it up a little bit. Okay, now we're gonna step up exactly. Yeah. But, but you're right. It is a dangerous thing. To, but, but also like, if we were talking about any other team, if we were talking about, um, I don't know, pick like the 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 Portland Trailblazers, and, and like they didn't have, a, I don't know, pick a guy, not Dane a key player that was out we're we'd be very quick to be like oh well they haven't had him so they should be fine right. you know right. we do that with every other team and other teams when they look at the celtics you know people who cover other teams they sit there and be like yeah they've done all this great you know their defense is a little messy but they haven't had robert williams so let's see how that goes and they right. very easily blow right past it we are right. so in depth we're so in the weeds we're so in the well i've noticed that marcus smart isn't opening up his hips the same way that he used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> like no somebody one, somebody
1: covering the, somebody covering the
0: blazers is like, cool, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Sometimes he just gets to the simplest part where, the, yeah. but also Robert Williams is an all defensive team guy and was going to be in consideration probably for defensive player of the year. And you know, it's, he, he helps, he helps a lot. Yeah. Uh, but and, and and that should help. That should help the offense. It should help the offense um, on nights where they don't feel like they have it from three. They can at least lean on Rob to say, "Hey, at least I got a, a lob threat." Yeah. And he's a guy. Rob's a guy that can pass the ball, and he's a guy with energy. And that's just one more guy, and he's not. A, he doesn't have the option of settling for three pointers. So. He can be the guy who says, hey, guys, uh, I rolled to the rim three times, and I was open, and you, you just didn't throw me the lobs. So maybe look in my direction every once in a while. And they will be like, like oh, that- yeah, you know what? You're right. I like that you just
1: gave Rob Williams, I'm going to speak to your manager energy. <laughs>
0: like- yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse
0: me. Excuse uh- me, sir. <laughs> Please throw the ball as high as you can. Yes. Um, I thought it was established that <laughs> when this happens, the ball hits the top left corner of the backboard and I go get it and it's awesome. I'd like to be awesome. Thank you.
1: Karen Lord is back on the floor. Yeah.
0: Well, it was either that or tried to do the southern uh right. Rob <laughs> right. affectation, and I can't do that. That's
1: a hard one to do. Yeah. That's no. a
0: hard one to do. Um, it's I will just say this hard to transcribe Robert Williams sometimes. When he's like, get that real mumble going, but, uh, always fun though. Always fun. And he always likes to swear in his, I think I've noticed the other thing, my last, my last thing from, uh, Jason Tatum's globe thing, a lot of, uh, in the transcript of that bracket expletive deleted in the, in the transcription. I'm not saying that Robert Williams is uh, impacting everybody. But maybe Robert Williams, because Robert Williams, they weren't all swearing in their, in their interviews until Robert Williams came in and just you know dropped one every other sentence.
1: The other the other thing that I that I just love about Rob Williams, uh, because before we go, because you always have to say something you love about Rob Williams, he uh, like I love like when when people give like media advice to somebody who's going to be talking to the media, right? Like the big the big thing they say is like, if you want to get your message across, make sure you say it in a way that is interesting so that the reporter is like, oh, I should use that as a quote. And like every sentence out of Rob Williams mouth is interesting. Like, he makes like an interesting point and says it in an interesting way. And it's like. I mean, this man is gold. Like every single thing he says could be when you have a headline that's like, um, quotes and then, and then the headline yeah, right yeah, after yeah. it. I mean, every other sentence Rob says could be that yeah. headline. It's so good. Yeah. I, he's a very interesting guy. I can't wait to have him uh, back in our lives. Oh here.
0: man. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, I think we've done enough damage here today. So <laughs> I want to say thank you, Tom underscore NBA for not mailing it in today.
1: Thank you, John underscore Corrales.
0: (laughs) Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Uh, Here for you Monday through Friday. Bonus podcasts on the weekend. Uh, Maybe not if they lose, but we'll see. But yeah, bonus podcasts on the weekend on on game nights. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, If you want to watch the show on YouTube, you can do that. And if you want to travel to the family for Thanksgiving and Play it for them and share it and say, hey, you all should be listening to and watching the Lockdown On Celtics podcast. I'd love it if you did that too. We're right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network Where's your team every day.